uh, this was brought to my attention and, um, I saw it at a reel first. I didn't see the whole entirety. And then someone, um, advised me that there's a whole video. I never knew he was a pastor and you look in the chat. I'm not going to be long with this because it's, I, I'm just going to pause it at the end where I'm, I'm done. Cause you're going to get the gist of what he said. He said some other things, but it's just like, <laughs> you just got to shake your head and you know why the church, especially those of African descent, why we are so compromised in these places and spaces of worship that we say is supposed to be safe place. That's why so many children are being abused, molested. Marriages are being destroyed. The definition, the covenant of marriage is just confused because children like myself grew up and marriage just was said one way, lived a different way. You see the leaders, the adults just, and you just had to try to make sense of what this word really means because the application was just distorted. And the application comes down to how scripture keeps being handed down from one generation to the next, completely out of sorts. You'll see in here where the condoning of what he's saying, because basically he's upset or he's giving a tongue lashing or rebuke to Christians who said they're going to get up and leave the Grammys. They're going to leave that place and that space. It's just, it's, it's always been accessible, but it's just like, and he's upset about Christians leaving the Grammys and how he, if he was there, he would stay and he would tell those that with him to stay. You're going to listen. But what's also very poignant is the chats and these members. One talk about, yes, the Lord said the wheat and the tears should be together. And uh, baby girl, listen, it's sad where Christians do not know the full fullness of scripture, not phrases and statements. And it's just the, 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 the exegesis of it and the hermeneutics of it. Then reverting back to the original language, not the English. And then you want to now decipher the English, which is a corrupted language. This, this I've always, when I, when I, when I learned about the English language, the history of it, the creators who's behind the creation of it. Listen, <laughs> go back to the source. It's always better now. And now we have access to information. This is why the scripture says nobody, nobody's going to be able to be, to plead ignorance. Ignorance is not going to be a defense. It was a defense up until. So the most high allowed God allowed wisdom to be fully accessed to accessible now then you're still the one choosing you're still the one you have a, you have access to information you got translate you got listen and you have access to information that english just by deduction of common sense was not the language was not the language spoken so i would strongly recommend christians Invest your time, get off of these people's platforms and their churches and use your time to go purchase the scriptures, Aramaic, if you want Latin or Greek, translate it. There's so many translatable tools now. 
sit down, ask Holy Spirit, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Those feminine qualities that was in Proverbs that told you they were in Genesis and they were part of the foundation and the creation of this place called the world. Ask wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Those women, those feminine qualities, those females, the feminine, ask them to be your guide. They were the ones that were here. They were the ones, those energies, those spirits, those personalities, those character traits, whatever English language you want to best use to get a gist of who were here when it said, let us make man in our image. Using the English to what they've told you and now they're reshaping what English is and they're flipping the meanings of things. Pronouns are now no longer what we was once told and plurality and singularity are just flipping around. Webster Dictionary just keeps changing based on, on, on Black Lives Matter, gender, Me Too. Like any urban new definition of slang is now changing dictionaries. So even dictionary can't even be reliable now, this type of dictionary, especially when it's online. It's best that you find some hard, old, first, second, third edition books, copies. Those were unadulterated and just at that time, men and women were just truth. So be wary of the online resources, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I got to say on that point. So yes, I've, I, I use my resources to invest in books and I ordered them when wisdom said, you know what, girl, you better go get, you better go online and start ordering search and find, dig and find those old books, those old resources, find those old book resources, those old libraries that's online, search and find. And those people that are passing on and they have books and they have their library, they need to donate it. They need to get rid of books because their, their, their father, grandfather, great grandfather's passing. And they don't see the value in the books. They think that it's all they say, no, it's like one man's garbage is another man's treasure. <laughs> Wisdom and knowledge. Trust me, they're in the books of the old and people throw them away because they're so versed and they're so industrialized and they're so refined and they're so online. No, it's okay. Give me, give me the books, pass them over here. <laughs> so anyhow, Get yourself your hands on some books of what English and the wording, old English books, what definitions of certain words were before they were twisted and converted. So when now people use the Bible and they're using the converted, contorted, distorted, corrupted language of English that has more than a double meaning. So it's more, English language is very double-minded in all its ways. It's triple and sometimes quadruple-minded in one word. The twain personality of the English language meaning more than one thing is very, very dangerous. I know the word spoken from the creator is very sure, very clear, not ambiguous. There's no double meaning. It's very, very certain. So be careful of those languages that have double and triple meaning of a word. One word, you say it to one person and people are confused because their, their, their translation of that word, what it means to them. Like the word mirror work, I I'm, I it it's I trip out of how people interpret the word mirror. What it is when you talk about the mirror image of, and then it's like who's who made the mirror and then, oh my god, 
and then who coined the word and then and trying to research who's the people behind mirror work mirror work that's genesis are you crazy listen it said let us make man in our image what is the image what's the mirror image who are you reflecting reflection contemplation comes back to repentance you looking within, you reflecting the word reflection. The mirror gives a reflect. Like people get, I'm just like, whoa, listen. The things you guys need to be spooked out about, the things you need to reflect on, again, contaminated by this English language that has flipped meanings where Christians are no longer discerning by the energy that is uttering the words. They're just face value and it's just it's disheartening but not surprising because revelation 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 told us that's what's going to happen and that's how you're going to find in the end times those who are kin of your spirit your discernment is going to be able to discern all the languages and what the energy really means by it you're going to be able to identify who your brothers and your sisters are in truth, in Christ. Christ is truth. Because your discernment, your translation, your ability to listen and hear is not going to be carnal. You're going to be able to listen and hear from that spirit. So you'll have five people might say the same guardian thing and you will be like, hmm, hmm. As a result of my homework, as a result of me desiring to be in the presence of truth. You know when someone opens their mouth and they're speaking it. It's not just resonating. Everybody don't resonate with me. Oh, I'm aligned. Everybody throw out these words. And I'm like, you guys, it's far from what the word means. The intention of that word. The initial intention of that word it could flip all the different intentions but what was the intention of that word when it was first created and uttered listen so when we have in our community you want to use a word and flip it and change it and say you're going to empower it and give it another meaning and oh we're gonna no no i'm sorry no no now the definition from these people are saying these demonic performances was them reclaiming the positivity of the word because queer and gender had always associated with Satanism and this and this, and they're reclaiming and making it powerful. And they're, they're, I'm like, you, you can, re, you can claim and reclaim all you want. It's very clear. Listen, <laughs> it's this idea of reclaiming and because you willed a word to mean different. It, listen, you can will all you want. This, there's a very clear truth. <laughs> so let me move forward because sometimes I laugh because of the worldly wise, the wisdom of the world has just confounded generations and it's like really leading them and have led them astray. So I don't laugh from laughing at people and mocking. It's just, no, it's not just. I am laughing from a place of seeing how slick the enemy has been and I'm laughing at the blueprint. And it's like, wow, you're good. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you just got you. For me, I, I, I'm not going to laugh when I see something just executed so well. And you're like, wow, that was good. All right. 
that's where that laughter comes from. It's just an acknowledgement of the craftiness. It's like, wow. And just the sadness of how those that are called leaders, that are called discerners, that are called theologians, that are called to rightfully discern and assist the people in attaining and getting connected to truth. I, the laugh is just sadness of, wow. Again, you see how one thing have different meanings. My laugh has two different meanings. And it's coming from the same source of disappointment. Disappointment that we've gone this far, disappointment that we've allowed ourselves to get this far. So let me go back here to where was this person? What's his name? His name was um, Diedrich. Did it come up? Because I had to search to do. I was just like, Diedrich Haddon. I think it was one word or two words. Hold on, let's get him back here. Come on, don't hide. Don't, don't hide now. Come on. Is it two words? There he is. Like, don't, oh. Or oh, D trick. It's not even D. D it trick. D D and trick. So if you want to know how to spell it, I spell it Diedrich, but it's D it trick. D D D D eat trick. D it trick. Trick. So let's see what Mr. Trick. Yeah, they they yeah, they're full of tricks, all right. But that's the this is the original this is the I think that was one of the reels that I had first saw. No, my my reel that I had seen had all these stars and stuff around it. That's another reel. This is the live. So let's listen nights, to it. Seeking the Lord for 40 days and 40 nights. And today is the 41st day, so I'm free to get on here and share. So and he to, came uh, off of a fast, a 40 day, 40, to, uh, 40 night fast. With the people of God. And this is, this is his, this is how he breaks his fast. That's again, symbolism. This is, this is the word he chose to break the fast that he said he's been on him and his church was on for 40 days and 40 nights. This is what he chose to use to break the fast. I know what my plan is. I know what God wants me to do this year. So uh, I'm waiting on the saints to come on in. We'll talk about this Grammys. I want to talk about it. I'm, I know I'm late to the party. I'm about a week late. But, you know, like I said, I was on a, a little break, uh, fasting and praying. So I couldn't wait in and I didn't get a chance to see. So I said, churchy, I'm churchy. <laughs> I'm churchy big time. It's in me. Down on the inside, down on the inside. But I didn't get a chance. I didn't get a chance to see the Grammys. I just heard a lot about it, saw a few clips or whatever, or whatnot. And I heard, I see. Yeah, maybe that's a problem. You guys are too churchy, and you're not relational. Let's see if I can fast forward. Take a stand for Jesus, and we're walking out. Yeah. And me, down on the inside. 
when uh, I think Sam Smith, the one of the artists, did a big old seance. The devil, he turned into a devil, and, and everything was red on stage. A big old <laughs> to do whatever he was doing. Then I heard about what Beyonce, you know, just everybody having a lot to say about should believers be at the Grammys, and when that particular moment happened, should we have stood up? We're standing up for Jesus, and we're gonna walk out. We're gonna, we don't stand for this and we will not participate and we will not stay here for these five minutes while you're doing your demonic portal. You're opening up the demonic for the witches and devils, you know. And so we have some uh, people that believe that uh, the artists that were there should have got up and walked out. And that was their moment to take a stand. Take a stand for Jesus and we're walking out. And we're not going to participate in this, whatever this is, right? And so, uh... Okay, so let me tell you, Diedrich and all those, um, let me tell you. They would not be able to get up and walk out because then they would have problems with their record label and that's their money. When when, when the enemy is your source, because you say Jesus is your source. No, no, no. You Your butt better stay in there because if you get up and go, that's going to be a, ski, a scene a scandal and your record label and you are going to be your, so many cannot leave. They can't, There's, they, they've been sold out. They've, they've, they've signed on that dotted line called compromise. They can't go because as soon as they go, they know their money's gone. So they better have had a, a plan B, C, D and E to maintain the quality of life. I would love to weigh in on my thoughts. Do you want to hear my thoughts on it? If you want to hear my thoughts, say Dietrich, let me hear what you got to say about it. Somebody said, I didn't watch it. Okay, you didn't watch it. All right. If you watched it, uh, then you know what I'm talking about. If you didn't watch it, you don't know. Somebody, yes, 40 days and 40 nights. All right. Uh, we're not waiting all the same, on, for all the saints to come to the party. They should have uh, got the notification and came in. By the time they get in here, we'll be out of here. But uh, from what I know and what I heard and what I've seen, the little bit that I've seen, like I said, I didn't see the entire Grammys in, in its entirety. But what I do know is that as a that stage is not a Christian stage. That platform or the Grammys, that award show is not specifically for believers. It's for it's to celebrate music across the board and whatever genre you, that you're in is to celebrate music. And so uh, they have the gospel category and they're artists that are nominated every year and they should be there because that's a great uh, opportunity, a great uh prestigious award uh coveted award. prestigious award and covenant <laughs> you see say coveted but it's like yeah prestigious and coveted by the world and we who say we are children of the most high why are we coveting coveting covenanting covenanting <laughs> at the end of the day the root the root word is covenant and covet. Why are we coveting and making covenants desires to stay and be at places and spaces like that? Why are we coveting those type of awards from this space and place and from these type of people? Why are we covet the things of the world so much that we have to sit our butt in the seat because we covet? Came out of his own mouth. Lord, and they should be there. It recognizes that gospel music is here. Uh, we are making it. So we need a recognition of these places and spaces to 
validate gospel music, that it's here. We need them to validate Christian music. And we covet their acceptance. We covet their award. We covet them acknowledging us so much. Listen. By the time they get in here, we'll be out of here. But uh, from what I know and what I heard and what I've seen, the little bit that I've seen, like I said, I didn't see the entire Grammy in, in its entirety. But what I do know is that as a, that stage is not a Christian stage. That platform or the Grammys, that award show is not specifically for believers. It's for it's to celebrate music across the board and whatever genre you, that you're in is to celebrate music. And so uh, they have the gospel category and they're artists that are nominated every year and they should be there because that's a great uh, opportunity, a great uh, prestigious award, uh, coveted award and they should be there. It recognizes that gospel music is here. Uh, We are making a difference. Uh, We're making an impact and gospel music is alive as well and people love gospel music so gospel music should be celebrated on that stage, right? And so I've been nominated three times and I've been there where some crazy stuff went on when the other genre of music decides to perform whatever they're going to perform. But we have, uh, have to be there for that just like they have to be there for when we get up and perform. Did you hear what I just said? So when you have the gospel segment, when you sing or if they give you a gospel gospel artist an opportunity to perform, those secular artists or mainstream artists or pop country artists have to sit there and and celebrate what we do and recognize what we do. And when we talk about Jesus and sing with authority, they have to be there to listen to us. It's a platform to celebrate all different forms of music, not just gospel. The problem is... My son, when you guys stand up there, you're not witnessing and you're not being any effect. I'm letting you know right now, you're not effective. So don't try to make it sound like, okay, we have an opportunity to evangelize. No, you guys, you, you have, you have become the corrupted. So you going on stage to perform is exactly what it is. You guys are performers, you're entertainers. Don't try to get this twisted. Like, oh yeah, we're going to get, we're going to get an opportunity to penetrate darkness. No, you you're sitting and eating with them. You have consumed them. You're one of them. So yeah, they're going to sit there and be entertained and be moved by you. But that's it. That's it. It is what it is. Music. Got it. So they have to sit there and listen to us. So if uh, Beyonce or, or Sam Smith or whoever, whatever artist, a hip hop artist decide to perform what their vision is for their song, we have to be there to listen to, to uh, uh, see it. <laughs> no, you don't whether to. you appreciate it or not, you have to be there and, and participate just like they uh, listen to you, right? And that's only fair. Let's be fair. Let's take the being super deep out of the equation. You, it's got to be fair. So let's take spiritual principles out of the equation because that's what he calls super deep. And let's just be fair. You know this this ideology. Let's just be fair. Let's just separate church from state. Let's take away spiritual principles and let's just be fair. <laughs> let's don't be super deep. Let's just be fair. We gotta sit through it. They gotta sit through it. Not actually, you don't have to. 
it's a choice as a result of what you sign on the dotted line, what you've contracted to, the contraction, the contractual agreement that you sign on the dotted line, what you gave your word to. So again, be careful about being equally yoked and what you are signing to. It's about time that Christians who have the gift of voice to sing, you guys not to start building your own awards. And I don't care if it's just from a church and you're starting off at a community center or what, you need to start your own. You need to break away. You need to start where the signing on the contractual lines are no longer compromisable. That would mean that, yeah, you're not going to get the big money, the currency of man to fulfill the lifestyle of material things, things that are going to perish and leave behind. That's another thing that gets a lot of people and their eyes opened up and it's the, it's the, it's the, the material promises of when you sign on a dotted line, the lifestyle that this world is going to give you. So it's not about being spiritually principled anymore, ladies and gentlemen. It's about being fair. They heard you sing about, oh, Jesus, hey, oh, Lord. Now they want to get up and say, hey, baby, baby, let me man, then, then, man, and you got to be there to, hey, it's the Grammys. <laughs> you, you, but you, you know it, eh? Yeah, when you say, ah, yeah, when you entertain, ah, geez. Yeah, when yeah, when you entertain and you go up and down those scales, it's called entertainment because it's not just singing. It's it's not it's no longer discipleship. It's just singing, singing well, entertaining well, putting on a good show. And that word in all its double meaning, you're putting on a good show. Even our lifestyles is a good show. But y'all ain't fooling the ultimate director and the creator of this drama. And for those who can see the show, you better get your refund or you get up and leave and say, I'm good. You know how many shows I've walked into theaters based on what I saw in the trailer? And by the time the first three minutes, I'm like, ooh, oh no, I'm good. Um, can I get my refund, please? I don't got to sit through the show you still decide where you and your spirit, your being, your, 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 the place that you said the spirit of truth reside, the most high God, Jesus, Yeshua, where it resides, your body is your temple. I'm good. I don't, I'm, I, I've cleaned them. I'm, this is making me, I'm good. When you're being sent, not went, when you've been sent into a place and space, and it is dark and demonic. Yeah, you stand because you know you've been sent there. We ain't, this is not where we've been sent. If act, if anything, it's a place that we've been admonished to get our, our ourselves out of. Better turn around on your heels and walk the heck out. We haven't been sent into this place. Where the demons are, they're fully aware. And every one of you Christians that have went into that space, you're fully aware where that space is and you stayed. You had no business staying. You might've had business going in because curiosity likes to get the best of all cats. And you went in, you saw, you took a good look and you said, yeah, deuces, I'm out. But no, many of you got climatized, customized because of the lifestyle and you stayed. 
an opportunity to learn and give you insight on the different genres. That's the one platform where you get a chance to be schooled on who's hot, who's not, what's going on, what they're listening to. Wow. You're being... So as Christians of... I think we've lost our focus as to what we're doing there for. So you're there to get schooled by the world. So now you're getting educated. You're getting re... You're getting educated. You're getting... Um, institutionalized education. Now you are now part of the the chorus and the choir of standards of the world of who's hot and who's who makes who hot and wh what makes someone not hot or oh, they didn't conform. So you're being schooled on what is hot, what's not hot. Um, I think you, my dear, and many of you lost sight of what your assignment was. You're there to be schooled and be taught by them, the world. That's your teacher. That's that's where you're being. That's where you're you're going. To, you're getting schooled. I think you've lost sight of what the purpose of your voice and evangelism in music was supposed to be. I think you you've you've lost sight. You're not going in there to be schooled by them to learn who's hot and who's not. Because again, the parameters of establishing somebody as not hot. Why? Because they're not ducking and jiving, twirling, and putting on a good show based on whose standards. Hmm. What's, what's going on? How they like to perform? What's, it's, a, it's really a learning opportunity. But for you to get up, because somebody decides to do for their performance to be some demonic performance, whatever. And for you to get up and walk out, to me, it's a sign of spiritual immaturity. Wow. Oh, you are spiritually immature for getting up and walking out. Let me be careful. Be careful. These, 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 see these type of pastors? Woo, they've compromised somewhere along. You see pastors that speak like this, they have compromised, condoned, enabled, the list goes on. They, oh, I, I, I didn't, I didn't want to do any research on you, my brother. Guaranteed I'm going to see some, I'm going to see some bones. I'm going to see some bones in your trail of death. You've brought death to many Biblical principles. I'm sure there's a lot of talk about skeletons. I'm sure there's a lot of bones that you've brought death to with this type of compromise. I'm sure. I'm sure you have skeletons that signify the death of principles that you have allowed. Guarantee. I, I didn't have to dig. I didn't have to dig. Just hearing, I could tell. You've bought death to many biblical principles already. For you to have two of you to get here, and this is how you're breaking your fast. I'm, I'm not going to pause it anymore, ladies and gentlemen. I've, I've, I've read him. I've read him well. I've, I've read him well. Anybody in his... <laughs> I, I would strongly recommend you get up and leave his, his church. That type of church, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, this ain't the church of truth. What he's presiding over, what he's the head over, it ain't truth. That's 
he he's he symbolizes a headship of compromise. Yes, that's what he symbolizes. And a lot of you are sitting underneath that image and that energy. Should be very careful. Now I'm looking at y'all. I'm looking at, at your comments. It's a major sign of one spiritual immaturity, and it's a sign of self righteousness. Oh, wow. Like we're greater, and and you don't, you know, we're not going to participate. But they just sat there and listened to you do all your singing and preaching. And so, sorry guys, I can't help it. It's self righteous to have a stand. It comes back to this church disgusting crutch statement nobody's perfect enough in the scripture has shown us that we shall be and for us to be and we're never gonna get to the shall being perfect and being perfect when we keep listening to these handed down crutch statements of nobody's perfect you're acting righteous yeah as i said this is a pastor that i'm sure the skeletons in his prophet in his closet of being a prophet that word just came out of my mouth. I don't know why. And he has compromised along the way. He's allowed his imperfections to be an excuse for staying in mess. And they say misery loves company. We would never get to being child perfect and being perfect. We'll never return back to the mirror image of let us make man in our image. And that image was perfection. We keep believing this sinful narrative that we're just dirty rags and we're filthy. So that means the transformation of that human sacrifice meant nothing. Because after it, it says, let it, I'm innocent. Y'all got him to just to, to, to break down what the word said. So many of you are underneath that spell and I'm underneath truth and what scripture truly means. The symbolisms and the true meaning of what was uttered, but y'all are underneath this old school, your filthy, dirty rags, imperfect. And that's why the church will never be. So that's why the return is going to be very, a lot of you think it, the return is going to continue to be delayed because it's very clear. The return said, I'm going to come back to a church that is what? Spotless. No, apparently you all want to still be spotted. You also want to be filthy because ain't none of you have desired to start being perfect. Start having self-control and discipline and putting all of these low vibrations under your feet and keep them where they need to be in low places under your feet. So the church is going to continue to be filthy rags and dirty. And the word is very clear. It's not double-minded. It's not in, it's not, the word is not a twain personality word. It's very clear. Not returning until the church is spotless. You've done your work. You've rolled up your sleeve, not to be part of virtue signaling activities of the world, but you've rolled up your sleeve to do the work of cleaning out, cleaning your image and knowing that perfection stated that we can, it is possible and it is attainable. We no longer compromise. That would mean that, yeah, we start separating. There's some lifestyle things that we might not have to be a part of anymore. We're going to have to cut out the glitz and the glamour. We're not going to be wanting to.